Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom. to join in with you once again in the airwaves. God has granted us one more chance to share together, and I am so excited. We have a phenomenal show planned for you today. However, you know we always start by taking it to the throne room, so let's do that now. Heavenly Father, we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor for, again, another chance and another opportunity to have air in our lungs and be clothed in our right mind and to share in your word and in your goodness that you may be glorified in all that we do. Father God, bless this show with your anointing. Bless my guests, O oh Lord God, to share from their heart. And bless our listeners, Lord God, to be encouraged to press on in you, knowing that they can accomplish all things through Christ. We give you the praise, we give you the glory, we give you the honor on today in Jesus' name. Amen. And it is so. As I said, we are so excited, excited, excited today because I get to touch bases with a couple ladies that um, I had shared an awesome stage with a couple of years ago, actually. Boy, time has truly gone by. Um, when we used to do View from the Pew together, and now Dr. Inetta Cooper, who was the executive producer of that show, has brought the show back together, and she's on the road with it. And we've got Dr. Tamara Thomas that's going to join us as well, and Dr. Rita Souter. So we've got some phenomenal ladies on the line with us today that are going to share their heart and just encourage us to press on in God and not to give up. Welcome, 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 ladies. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to start with you, Dr. Inetta Cooper, because you are the one that uh, fuels the fire, as they say, (laughs) with with you from the pew. Tell us what's been going on with the show. We've we've not um, touched bases in a while, and, and I know that the show never stopped being pumped and going forth. It just had different platforms that it was airing on. But just kind of bring us up to speed with what's going on. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having us and giving us this platform to talk about what God is doing in this hour. Um, the View from the Pew has been um, a phenomenal project, and we enjoyed it so much um, during, the, during its inception when you were there when uh, when we had um, some of the other co-hosts from around the country came in, and we were actually taping out of Atlanta. But mm-hmm. since that time, um, we we taped a series of shows during then, and we've aired them on different um, different networks throughout the country. Well, and during that couple of years since we've done it, some taping, um, the ministry has changed, um, circumstances have changed, and I have changed. And we've changed in the direction where God is leading us, and that's the good thing about that. View from the Pew is coming back, and we're going to be bigger and better than we were before. Uh, We're going to take what we learned back then during the beginning, because, you know, when you're 
a little baby, you're taking baby steps and you're doing something that you've never done before. You make mistakes and things come up. and But anyway, you don't do the same thing you did and expect a different result. This time we're taking that and we're taking those what we've done in the past and we have repackaged it. Um, we've turned around a new vision and now prayerfully View from the Pew will be coming to a city near you. And that's oh, wow. what our our goal is, is to take it to different areas. You know, the, the Bible says, you know, to take back our territory. So we're going into different territories with the with the show. And the thing about it is that we're going to be trying to do that simultaneously. So that means that if we're doing a show in, um, say, for instance, in Brooklyn, um, it will be aired in Brooklyn. But during the same time, we may be doing another show down in Savannah, Georgia, and it will be aired in Savannah, Georgia. So we're doing it, uh, we're taking it to the airways, and we're taking it to several cities simultaneously. So when God placed wow. that in my spirit, I'm, you know, and because you know when it comes from God when the vision is bigger than you could imagine. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. see, that's big. That's beyond my capabilities. I'm never, I would never imagine anything like that. So I know that's God because I'm not smart enough to think about that. <laughs> so I know it's God, and I know the vision came from him. And so anytime he gives you something like that, he's going to pay for it. So we know that it's already, the plan has already been laid out. All we have to do is make that step in the right direction. Um, And the ministry also of Women in Power will be doing some transitioning as well. Uh, And all of this is going to take place after our conference, which is going to be June the 20th through the 22nd in Dallas, which we'll be taping a show, four shows in Dallas during that conference. And so that's where this new vision is going to be reborn. So we just ask everyone to continue to pray for us and pray um, that that we will stay on course. And not listen to men, but listen to God. Because sometimes you can get caught up in the vision and then other people will see it, but they'll come and they'll start, you know, saying things to you and whispering in your ear and telling you this, and then it takes you your focus off God and it puts your focus back on man. And God will say, oh, no, uh-uh, that's not what I said. You know, come mm-hmm. back over here. And so sometimes it takes a sabbatical of two years away from something in order to for you to know when you're hearing God and to rebirth it. So it's just a vision that has been had been done, and it was very successful, but now we have uh, is being reborn. So we just that actually want to continue to pray for it. Amen. You know what I, I've said often that if it's something that you're endeavoring to do that you can do on your own, then you know it's not God, because mm-hmm. God will never give you a vision that you can do without Him. Anything that's birthed forth from God is too big for you to do apart from Him, and that mm-hmm. just that is that across the table. <laughs> yeah, I have found that to be true. No absolutely. matter what it is, no matter what it's pertaining to, that is just how God operates. Yes, well, Dr. Yeah. Tamara Thomas, co-founder of Faith Covenant Ministries, and also a very intricate part of Women Empower International Ministries. Hi. Hello. <laughs> how are you? How I'm are doing you? wonderful. Thank you. Oh my goodness! It is so good to have you on the show. 
Pamela uh, was also around back in the day when we were doing View from the Pew, yes. and uh, we just we connected yes. and clicked, and it was a beautiful thing. So I'm so glad to have you on the show today. Tell us a little bit. I know that this is um, very dear to you and and to um, Dr. Cooper, but I want you to share your heart on the Women Empower International Ministries because I know you're an intricate part of it as well. Wow. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having us on. It's so good to be connected with you once again. Um, I do I do miss you a lot, so I'm glad we're connected and going forward in what God has for us to do. Um, I am so excited about what God is doing. I, um, of course, treasure Dr. Cooper as a spiritual mother in my life, and she's imparted so much. So she, I, I can't talk about the ministry without talking about her first. She is such an awesome and anointed woman of God that God has chosen to uh, plant and to um, do the work of the ministry and expanding God's kingdom is so much going on in the church right now, but there are still those that are working hard in the trenches that are trying to reach the people and spread the gospel and do the work of the kingdom and not so much uh, build um, large ministries that are uh, in in the eye of the public as much as just trying to do what God has called us to do. And Dr. Cooper is a great example of that. Of course, God has done great things through her, and she is very well known. But God said in his word that if we do what he has required us to do, that he'll make our name great because Mm -hmm. we are making his name great in the earth. And he surely has done that within Dr. Cooper and the work that he's given her. And so I'm excited uh, to be a part of Women in Power International Ministries, which I always say to people when they say, well, what is Women in Power? I always say, well, it's like um, a table where it's a smorgasbord where everybody brings their gifts, their talent, their anointing, their calling and everything and put it on the table. And what you need to do what God has called you to do, you take from the table and what you have to give, you give to others so that we all can be a part of what God is doing and and also in an effective manner and sharing what God has given us because we are the body of Christ. No one is Mm -hmm. supposed to be doing this alone. The arm can't do without the foot. The foot can't do Mm -hmm. without the leg. The eyes can't do without the ear. We're the body of Christ, so therefore we are to do this work together. And that's exactly what Dr. Cooper has done through the leading of the Lord is she's brought together probably uh, 90% of our members are in ministry themselves. And so we come together, no dues, no fees, uh, just coming together as the body of Christ and strengthening and building one another. And then what God has done on top of that is given birth within Dr. Cooper to um, to plant those areas in the ministry where we need strength. For instance, radio, mm-hmm. television, um, um, music, whatever the we publishing, whatever department uh, or organizational leg that we need to be an effective body, God has birthed that in her spirit. And, and it's God because those are not necessarily the areas she's worked in, but God's given her the vision and then put people there to assist in the vision. And I just thank God for it. Men, women, children, 
um, where all the body of Christ and women in power is kind of a an example of the entire body of Christ because although we started out as women in power, we certainly have men in power and teen in power, and then almost every other leg that the body of Christ needs. If it's not there, Dr. Cooper will find a way to, to get it together so that we can grow stronger as a body in that area. And we've got members all over the uh, the world in Women in Power, and probably um, the bloodline of Women in Power is our prayer line. Eight years ago, Dr. Cooper started a prayer line when there weren't many prayer lines. And we're not on for just an hour a day or uh, two hours a week. We're on seven days a week, probably anywhere from 14 to 16 hours per day. There is teaching or prayer on the line. There's um, um, uh, health topics. There's singles. There's uh, prophetic school of the prophets. I mean, everything that you can think of is on that line, and we're shooting and headed and geared toward 24 hours a day, seven days a week is the goal. And so we have seen deliverance, we've seen healing, we've seen salvation, we've seen people filled with the Spirit, we've seen growth from babes coming on the line to now operating in ministry. And people come into the ministry, God grows them, increases them, and when they uh, leave to go out to begin their own ministries or the calling that God has for them, they have been equipped. And so it is just an awesome, awesome thing. You don't have to leave your ministry. You don't have to leave what God has called you to do, but you come together with the body of Christ and get connected and strengthened and have that support and and, and join together for lifelong, eternal, eternal uh, commitments and relationships. And, and it's just an awesome thing. It, it definitely is, is a God thing. It's the kingdom. And so I'm excited to as, to be a part of that. And, and View from the Pew is just an extension of that, um, a, a, an extension from of Women in Power. And so we're just taking it to a, a larger platform and doing new things, and, 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 and I'm excited just to, to be a part of what God is doing. Amen. Amen. Well, I can hear your passion in, in your voice and in your description of what it is, and it is an awesome, awesome thing. And, and yes, I totally agree with you that um, Dr. Cooper is an incredible visionary, and that's, that's vitally important in this hour. God has imparted within her an ability to bring mm-hmm. people together, and that's beautiful. That's That's so needed. We have so many people out there that are just trying to, build a platform for themselves and just say, look at me. And she has stepped out of the box and said, no, we work together in this. And it's not my platform, it's the platform of Christ. And so let's stand on that foundation and show glory unto him. So it's an awesome, awesome thing. Absolutely. And, you know, Colette, I just want to say that, you know, a lot of times in churches now today and ministries, they're missing the element of prayer. And I just uh, praise God that this ministry has been, the root of it is prayer, staying before God in relationship with God. And that's why the prayer line is one of our strongest, it it is the strongest element of this ministry, is prayer. And so I just wanted to add that to it because that's one of the things that your listeners, if I can encourage them on anything, is to just stay before the face of God because we're doing what we do because of the leading of the Holy Spirit and because of the will of God, and we can't do that without communion with him. 
Amen. If that is not the basis of ministry for everybody, then their ministry is going to fall. There without a doubt. Um, prayer has got to be that foundation, and it has to be that covering. And and you have to seek out prayers, intercessors that will join with you in your yes. ministry. You know, that we can come together and I can pray for your ministry and you can pray for my ministry and have that covering and that connection because there's that power in that unity. So thank you for bringing that out because that is vital. That is vital. And I believe that that is why the ministry is now celebrating its 10th anniversary because it's been undergirded by prayer. There's no doubt about it, no doubt about it. Well, I'd like to welcome my new sister in Christ that I've just met, Dr. Rita Souter. I thank God for you. Thank you for coming on. And I would like for you, just from your heart, just to share. We're talking about women in power and um, the things that God is working in and through Women, basically, um, and, and like like Dr. Tamara said, you know, it includes men and children as well. But right now, because we've got three powerful women on the line, I want to touch on the things that women go through in this hour. When I sit back and I think that Women in Power has been in existence for 10 years and has withstood the test of time over that time when there are so many that would oppose a woman in ministry or a woman in power, for that matter, in any aspect of life. So I would like for you, if you would, just to share an encouragement to women that have been told what they cannot do and what they're not able to accomplish just because they're a woman. Well, amen. First of all, too, I want to say thank you so much for uh, allowing me to be a part of this uh, conversation. Um, as Dr. Tamara had said, um, it's, it's hard to, not to talk about. It's hard to talk about the ministry without, you know, giving honor to God for Dr. Cooper. And uh, I thank God for Dr. Cooper. And um, because it was a, a time in my life where I really needed someone to assist me, she was there. And I'll never forget that, and I share that everywhere I go. But within relation to the question that you just asked, um, I just wanted to say that um, just a couple weeks ago I had the opportunity to speak before a group of uh, women that were incarcerated. They were out on work release, but they were incarcerated. And um, when I went to speak, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, what would you have me to say to these women? And the Lord gave me one word, and that word was change. He said, but tell them not to be afraid of change, to embrace it. So there are a lot of women today that are going through, not only women but men as well, that are going through so many different things. And it's changing them from the comfort zone. And so the Lord is saying, okay, behold, I do a new thing. Shall you not know it when it springs? In other words, while he's trying to take us to the left, we're trying to go to the right. But he's wanting to do a new thing. Change, necessary. Doesn't always feel good, but it's necessary. Change don't always look good, but it's necessary. So we have to embrace change. And I just want to encourage the women to do that, to embrace it. You may not understand you may not understand because sometimes God doesn't give us the whole picture. 
He puts a piece of the puzzle over here and a piece of the puzzle over there and a piece here, and you're looking at the pieces and you're going like, okay, what am I supposed to do with these pieces? Mm-hmm. But I encourage you to take each piece and allow the Lord to develop you, to lead you, to guide you. And then when it's all over, you'll see the whole picture and you'll go like, wow, thank God that I did embrace change. So I, I encourage the women on today just to do that. Um, I, I thank God for for the, the women in, the, in power, um, the view from the pew, Dr. Cooper, Dr. Tamer, because all of them have been a blessing to me. They have been a, they have been an uh, inspiration to me. Uh, Dr. Cooper began to pull things out of me that I didn't even realize that was in me to help me go forth in my ministry. You know, as a result of what I've been doing with with women in power, God has blessed me to be able to even do my own ministry working with women working with teens. And so I am very I am very grateful and thankful uh to the Lord. And again, I encourage all the women embrace the change that you are experiencing in your life because God knows what's best. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for those words of encouragement. Well, Dr. Inetta, we're going to come back to you. Um when you first received your marching orders from the Lord to start this dynamic ministry. How did that affect you? I, and and I want you just to kind of come from your heart on what your emotions were at the time. And the reason I'm asking this is because there are so many out there that God has called to do a great work. But when they hear the call, A, they either say they're not equipped or they're not the one to do it. B, they'll let fear grab them and hold them back mm-hmm. from doing what they're doing. Um, and C, they'll let other people talk them out of it. So I would just like for you to share the beginning of it so that we can fast forward to what's happening today and understand um, the transition that you have had to go through. Because you said something very important in your opening statement. You said you've changed. You said the ministry has changed and you've changed. So just share from your heart how that transformation has come about. Well, when I um, was Women in Power was first in its first inception when the when the vision was was laid out. Um, there are so many emotions. I mean, there's so many things that you go through, and there's so many things that we've gone through in the past ten years. Uh, some have strengthened us. Some have been like um, like you jumped in the water and the water was cold, and you didn't realize the water was cold, but now you're in it. <laughs> So if you stay there for a little while, you'll warm up. So that's mm-hmm. kind of where we were um, during those times. There's been been uh, we we felt the brunt of of why women are in ministry, and that's not what God has ordained. And I mean, we've gone through um, even women against women because you know we are mm-hmm. emotional. So I've gone yeah. through the the battle of women hating me and calling me the sprawn from Satan and, you know, all kinds of things. I mean, there's all kinds of emotions that uh, have come up during the time that this ministry has been started. But the thing about it is is that if God gave you a vision, no matter what you go through, if you stay there for the endurance, if you stay there, if you stand firm, and you look your problems in the face, 
and you say, I'm here to stay, I'm not moving because God is here in this battle with me, then everything's going to turn out okay. It will be okay. Uh, we're still going through some transition, and I'll be perfectly honest with you. Ten years ago, if someone would have told me all the the things that I've went through over the past ten years, that if you do this ministry, this, this, and this is going to happen, I probably would not have done it. Mm. But that's why God, that's why he gives us little pieces, little mm-hmm. things. You know, he gives us little insight that, you know, say, okay, you just stay the course, you just stay the course. And I tell you, there was a time in this ministry where I didn't even, God wasn't saying a thing. I was asking, I was praying, I was crying out, I was begging, I was pleading, God, please tell me something. I didn't hear, I didn't hear a word, not one word. And then I opened up my iPad one day, I might have been on the computer, I don't know where it was, and I went into my email and someone said, that they said, well, it was a whole devotional, but during the devotional they said that during the test the teacher is always silent. So I understood that this was my test. So therefore I had to go through this. This was another level. Everything that I've gone through over the past uh, 10 years, and I'll tell you, 2012, to 2012, 2011, 2012, was it's one of the roughest years of my 58 years that I've been here on earth. was a very, very trying time in my life. I went through some things in, in that year and still feeling the brink of all of it. And some people have gone through what I've gone through and they didn't make it. But I'm mm-hmm. so glad that during that time I know that God is still there because I'm still going through. But what God Mm -hmm. did was he gave me this vision, but then I cannot focus on my problems, myself, what I'm going through when God gave me a vision and it's there and it's work to be done because that's the best way to, to go through any kind of healing is to try to do something for somebody else. Take the focus off of you. Take it off of you and put it on someone else. Try to help someone else. If you're hurting in a particular area, then help someone else who's hurting in that area. Um, I had a, well, the doctors diagnosed me and said that I had a heart attack in 2012. So I went through all the procedures, had to put the stent in, and then something happened and I had to go back and put another stent in the artery. They said it was still diseased. And so I'm still feeling the effects from that, still feeling the effects from it. But then on top of that, God gave me the vision to rebirth view from the pew. And that's going to take a lot of work. But he says, no, you do it. This is what you do. You rebirth view from the pew. You reform, reformat the ministry. You know, so this is the transition. We have to go through some things in our physical body. We have to go through some things mentally. We have to go through some things spiritually, and I'll tell you, I, throughout all of that, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I knew it before, but I know it so much better now, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that God is real. Hmm. He is absolutely so very, very real, and if you call on him and you earnestly repent in your heart, you know, and you, you, you repent of your sins and you call on him, 
and you actually step out of the way and let him do the work in you, I guarantee you he will birth with that vision that he's put in you. Don't worry about the money because if you've got money, you can make anything happen. But if you have a vision and God gave you that vision, he'll pay for it. You won't know where the money comes from, but he will take care of it. He will put people in your path. He'll make people give unto you that's never given unto you before. He'll make your enemies kneel before you Mm, if you just believe him. And I actually had that to happen to me as well. (laughs) So it will come from your your frenemies, I'll say, your frenemies will come back (laughs) to you. Amen, I like that. I like that, your frenemies. Your frenemies will come back to you. And that, and that sometimes those will be the very people that will catapult you to where God wants you to be. You can't you, you can't teach anything unless you've gone through it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be able to go through it in order to minister to someone else. So throughout all of this, and I tell you, the book is coming soon because I can't tell you everything in thirty minutes what what's happened in that one year, but. It's just been so phenomenal what God is doing. And you watch out what God is going to do because mm. he has this. It's going, to be, it's going to be an awesome, awesome thing. And we will be giving him all the praise, the honor, and the glory for what is about to take place. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, you said something that gripped me because I've always heard um, that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear, but I had never heard that the teacher is silent during the test. That is awesome. <laughs> that is, you know, that's like, wow, uh, eye-opening, light bulb just went off. It's like, okay, so that's why. <laughs> you know, and, and because what you said is, is so profound, we have all walked through that, that, you know, you're in the midst of the fire, you're in the, the heat of the battle, and it's like, and God's not saying anything, and you're going, okay, where are you? <laughs> Where are you? Why can't I hear from you? I need right. you to speak to me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? But he's silent. You know, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's really funny because um, a lot of times, and we don't take time and take note of this, he will have spoken to you at the beginning of the trial. He has mm-hmm. given you a command. He has mm-hmm. given you the answer if you really sit back and think about it because mm-hmm. that answer is just to trust him. And then you get in the midst of it and you're going, well, why aren't you saying something? And really the truth be told is because I've already told you. And, you know, right. I'm not in, uh-huh. and as God, I'm not in the habit of repeating myself. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> I've already exactly. told you. You know, right. you chose to ignore. And then how often? And this is this one is a is a real hoot. How often does he give us directive? And we say the devil is alive. Uh-huh. <laughs> behind me, Satan. You, uh-huh. don't, you don't want to adhere to what it is that he's told you to do. Exactly. So it's flesh. flesh. It's uh-huh. the devil. That can't be God. Uh-huh. You know, God uh-huh. wouldn't tell me to leave. Oh, really? Let's go talk to Abraham. <laughs> exactly. God uh-huh. wouldn't. God wouldn't tell me to give up everything. Really? Let's mm-hmm. go talk to the rich young ruler who had the one-on-one conversation with Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it, it's like. He has put things in his word to encourage yes, us to give us insight. And, and it's, already that there. I, exactly. it's already it's, there. It's it is already, already in his word. Mm-hmm. He won't yes, give you is. something 
that's not in his word that you can't go and find it. If you can't go to the word and find it, if it's not there, then most probably it is from Satan. <laughs> but mm-hmm. if it's exactly. in the word, it's, he's already mm-hmm. done it before. He's already given you your guidebook. So use your mm-hmm. map. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to this do. This is true. That's this right. is true. So, and like you just said, that's your guidebook. That's mm-hmm. that's your owner's manual. The B-I-B-L-E exactly. is our owner's manual. Right. It'll teach us uh-huh. so much. Uh-huh. But I like to say we limited. I, I like to always say, I'm sorry, I like to always say that you would not buy a car without an owner's manual and not Absolutely. reading that owner's manual. You you can't Absolutely. buy a refrigerator now without an owner's manual. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> the, the Bible is your guidebook. So if that's right. your owner's manual for your life. So yeah. why would you go through life without reading it? Amen. 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 It is vital. I yeah. am a I'm a lover of the word of God. But I say that it's limited in the place of as much as I've read it, as much as I love it, my passion comes from what I've experienced. Mm-hmm. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. I've read the word, it has struck nerves in me, it has given mm-hmm. me encouragement, it has done mm-hmm. all of that. But what I have actually walked through and lived through, mm-hmm. With that, that is what stirs my passion. Absolutely. You know, because he's proven himself. Like you said, you know, he has proved, he's proven himself to be a provider. He's proven yeah. himself to be my source. He's proven himself to be my healer. He's proven myself himself in my life to give me my strength and my mm-hmm. sanctity. You know, mm-hmm. because you go through so many different trials. After a while, you start to questioning your sanity. It's like, okay, am I crazy? Uh-huh. <laughs> <This is> <laughs> <me>. <laughs> you get to looking around at other people and it's like, okay, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> this is just exactly. me? You know, but it will cause that passion. When you go through those trials, and, and I know you can testify to this, whatever you went through in 2012, 2013, you are a person that can't nobody tell you nothing about what God is not able to do in exactly. through. Amen. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. It's like that passion. It's like, uh-uh. Yeah. No, you yeah. can't take that from me. You can't because he's right. proven himself. That's right. That's right. He's proven, proven himself. himself. You know, okay. I say this all the time. I said, he's God. He's proven mm. himself to be just mm. that. Mm. You know, mm. who do you call him? Who mm-hmm. really is he in your life? He's proven mm-hmm. himself to be God. He is not a statue that you pick up and you carry mm. with you. He is proven to be in all places at all times working on your behalf. That's it. So That's what? It. Are, you, it gets back to who wouldn't serve a God like this? Oh, For real. Oh, man. For real. Once you've experienced his hand in your life, who wouldn't? Seriously. So, Tamara, tell us a little about what's going to happen in Dallas in June, since that's your city. Wow, it is going to be so much happening in June. We are meeting uh, June the 20th through the 22nd at the Wyndham Suites in Dallas Park Central, and we are going to have a time together in fellowship with God and in fellowship with one another. We will open up on the Thursday night, the 20th, with Men in Power being our speakers for that night. Uh, Pastor Vincent Dent out of Dallas, Texas, is going to be our main speaker. And then we will also have other men of God 
that will come forth with words of exhortation. And we are just going to come together all dressed in white, holy unto the Lord, it being a reflection of our God, and just lay out before him. And I'm so excited about that. On Friday morning, we will wake up actually Friday and Saturday morning. Um, the first thing that we're going to do is go before God in prayer, and we will begin our day after that with some Zumba class, and then we'll break it down to different workshops. We will have, um, within an hour span of time, we'll have four different workshops for the ladies and one workshop the entire hour for the men. Um, and then we will also have, of course, our tapings, for a view from the pew, we will come to back together in the evening on uh, Friday night. Uh, Dr. Rita Souter will be our speaker on Friday night. So we are yeah. looking forward to experiencing the anointing on her life and what God is doing in her. And we'll be all coming in our red as we do at all of our national conferences. And then um, because red is our, our color, one of our colors. And then on Saturday morning, of course, we'll be going through the same schedule, coming back on Saturday evening to close out the conference. We'll be hearing from Dr. Cooper at 7 o'clock and just excited uh, to be coming together and celebrating what God has done in and through us um, and, and, and those that have even, um, I, as I, Dr. Cooper calls it, promoted them, you know, to their own ministries and, and um, positions in the kingdom. Some of those people will be coming back to help celebrate what God has done in Dr. Cooper and in the ministry in the last 10 years. And there's never been a a time, and even in the last 10 years that we haven't come together for a national conference and God has not moved in such an awesome way. Each time has been totally different. The only constant has been the love of God shared between the brethren. I mean, there's such an atmosphere and an anointing of love and healing. Uh, the people come together and just start giving to one another. I mean, there's been times when I was at a conference and I said, oh, I like that scarf you have on. And the sister just took the scarf off and gave it to me. It's happened. I mean, you you can't even um, exalt one another or uplift one another without them saying, what can I do for you? What can I give you? You know, there have been wow. times when God has told me to go in my closet and just send a lady home, back home with clothes. And, I mean, just it's just such an atmosphere of God and his presence and the glory of God until nothing else matters but just loving one another, building one another, giving to one another, increasing one another so that ultimately God is being glorified. And so even with the word of God going forth, the, the deliverance, the salvation, all of those things that um, equip us to be in the kingdom, even with all of that going on, yet it's still those that have that are in the kingdom and have been in the kingdom are yet leaving equipped and ready to go and ready to run a little further. <laughs> so we're Amen. excited about everything God is going to do. Yes. Amen. Wow. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that is phenomenal. <laughs> so, Dr. Souter, give us a little insight on on. I, I mean, I know you can't just you know share everything, but give us a little insight on what you're going to be speaking to the ladies about. Hey, Amen. Well, I I was um, 
believe I'm going to be speaking from the theme um, for the uh, national conference, and I'm going to be talking about standing in courage, not mm. E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E, but standing in it, I-N, courage. And so I- I've been, God has been giving me some um, some awesome things that he wants me to share with the people of God. Uh, I'm 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 very excited about the topic because that's where God has me at at this point. I'm just an encourager. I I believe we have been going through quite a bit, and it's all for the glory of God. But God wants us to encourage one another. So when we encourage one another, it gives us the courage to stand in that that we're going through or those things that we are experiencing. So I thank God for that topic. I'm excited uh, to be able to share. I believe this may be my first time speaking at a national conference. I've had the opportunity to minister at other events or workshops and stuff like that, but this will be a, a first time for me with the national, and so I'm I'm excited about that, and I'm just asking for prayers from everyone <laughs> because I don't care how how much you have stood before people, you know, uh, you always get nervous, you know, and and to me that's a good sign because I don't ever want to stand in my own flesh confident that I'm going to do something. But long as I stand in, you know, in God, knowing that He's going to do what He wants to do through me, then I know we're going to have something to say, and people are going to be blessed. So I do solicit prayers of everyone to pray for us. But we're going to be talking about standing encouraged. Amen. 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 You know what? And I I agree with you that that little quiver, <laughs> you know, in our inner being <laughs> just yes. tells us that we don't go out there in our own stead. We cannot yes. stand before God's people without God. That's, yes. right. that's, that's, that's the right. bottom line. And, and once you get so caught up in yourself and you think you can do that, then that's mm-hmm. when you need to go somewhere and sit down. Because the anointing has left. Yes. <laughs> you know, the anointing has left the building. If you think you can go out there without him, then yes, there's, there's a major, major problem there. Oh, yeah. yeah major, I, major um, problem. Elder James, it was something that uh, Dr. Suda said that reminded me of something, too, that I wanted to say to those who are in ministry. When she said that she'd be talking about standing in courage, it's mm-hmm. because whenever God gives you a vision, Whenever he gives you something to do, during that time, when, when, or it may be time, the time leading up to it, whenever you're going to implement it, or it may be the time afterwards when you've already implemented the vision. And sometimes it's, spiritual, it's a spiritual warfare, but God is going to allow you to go through it. The mm-hmm. devil is going to touch everything that's dear to you. Repeat that again. (laughs) The devil will touch every single thing that is dear to you. When God is getting ready to do something phenomenal in your life, he's Mm going to touch everything. Mm -hmm. And it will be your finances, it will be your car, it will be your house, it will be your children, it will be your marriage. I mean everything, your body, (laughs) your, Mm -hmm. your dog, your cat. He will touch every (laughs) single thing that is dear to you whenever you get ready to do what God has called you to do. Mm -hmm. And like I said, we must remember that sometimes, you know, God is going to allow you to go through it, but sometimes, most of the time, it is a spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. 
And he will allow you to go through that so you can be strengthened for the battle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because when you get ready to go into ministry, it is a battle. Yes, it is. It's a fight because you're on the front line. So if you're on the front line, if you are a leader, what does that mean? That means that you're going to get hit first. Absolutely. The Army, the Navy, the Marines, they send their best guys. Yes. When there's a fight, when there's something that they're do, trying to do strategically, they send mm-hmm. the best people. And you're going Absolutely. to be the one that's going to be the strategic one, the one that the leader of whatever the vision, you're carrying the vision that God gave you. You're the vessel. So get ready for the fight. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it does not feel good. Mm-mm. It is not a good feeling. You get no, in that fight sometimes and you say, Oh, my God, what in the world is going on? (laughs) You know, what is going on? You go back to what God did with the children of Israel just as they were about to cross over to the promised land. He said he had to teach them to war, okay, because they had not known war. And so there were the babies, and he had to teach them the war. Why? Because there were giants in the land. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so they yeah. had to learn yeah. how to strategize and how, first and foremost, how to, to get their strategies from him. You said uh-huh. something vital. You know, the enemy will touch every area of your life, you uh-huh. know, but what he's allowed to do in that those areas is up to you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, because uh-huh. you don't have to, just because he's going to reach out and touch, he's doing his job. And he does his job well. But what is Uh your reaction to what he is doing? Have you gone before the throne of God and say, okay, God, give me the strategy for this battle. This Mm. is David did. You know, okay, Mm -hmm. Lord, do I pursue? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there are times mm-hmm. when God will say, be still and know that I am God. I will mm-hmm. fight your battles. There are mm-hmm. other times where he'll give you specific strategies on how to engage the enemy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And there are exactly. other times that he'll tell you, flee, resist them. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. You know? So you've got uh-huh. to be, in, in, in your, your time of trial, your time of wilderness experience and all these uh-huh. other things, that's when, even though sometimes it may seem he's silent, still in the midst of it, you have to be in tune to his spirit working with uh-huh. you so you know yeah. which way to go. Yeah, Man. you have to know the characteristics of God. Exactly. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. You know, um, if I can say this, um, as you all were talking, the Lord was sharing this with me. You know, Christ endured a lot on his body, um, going to the cross and on the cross. All kinds of torture, you know, with um, being beat with straps that had nails attached, having a thorn placed in his head, being pierced in his side with a sword, being spit on and being laughed at and talked about and tortured um, emotionally and physically. And and we as a church are symbolic of the body of Christ. So we have to endure. We have to, to go through things. We have to have the wisdom to know and understand that we are symbolic of his body. And so also he, t- you know, he had the victory. They yep. didn't kill him. He gave of himself. 
so that we could live, you know. Mm -hmm. And so now as the body of Christ, we have to know that uh, the Bible says there's no temptation unto man that he has not endured. And so, therefore, we have to know that even as we go through things, we have the victory, but we have to use Christ as our example. You know, he is the head of the church. And so that's what I love so much about the theme that God has given us for this conference, for this anniversary, is still standing. After 10 years, we're still standing. And each one of our speakers is taking exactly what you all are talking about, a topic, still standing in courage, still standing in praise, still standing with the victory, still standing Mm -hmm. in prayer, taking Mm -hmm. all of those areas and equipping the body of Christ. Okay, you're going to go through some things because you are the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. But this is how you go through it. These are the tools that God has given us so that we come out with the victory and not with um, the false uh, pretenses of the devil of depression and oppression and sickness and disease, but we come out as a victorious body of Christ uh-huh. with power mm-hmm. and greater anointing uh-huh. to uh-huh. reach back now and uh-huh. grab somebody else out of those situations uh-huh. and keep it moving, expanding uh-huh. the body of Christ in the earth. So this is awesome, awesome. You know, when you come through those battles, you're going to be so much stronger because when, yeah. you, when you, you're going to have power. You, uh, the anointing uh-huh. is power. So you're going to have more anointing and more power, and you're going to hear from God even clearer because you've gone through these battles. So now you're stronger. That's you right, know, absolutely. nobody can't tell me nothing now. I know that <laughs> I know that I know. Amen, amen. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know, I know that God lives. I know he lives. Yeah. So yeah. that's where we have to be with him. That's what, you know, Dr. Thomas said it, and then Dr. Rita also said it when she was talking. I mean, when you're going through these things, just go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that's yeah. difficult. It's difficult when you're actually going through, when mm-hmm. you when you receive that notice that your house is in foreclosure. You know, mm-hmm. act, in that actual moment, you mm-hmm. know, when you, when, when you don't have a car to drive or when you mm-hmm. don't have money to buy food to put in your refrigerator and, you know, you're supposed to be a woman or a man of God and, and you're living mm-hmm. like this. And, you know, while you're actually going through, it's a difficult thing. You know, you're going to ask, where, God, where are you? I've yeah. served you. I've praised you. I've I've served your people. You know, I'm trying to do what you tell me to do, and yet I'm going through all of this. And then while you're going through, you know, you're going to hear silence. You're going to hear mm-hmm. nothing. But you have to go through and go through with integrity. Don't lose Amen. your integrity while you're going through. Amen. Don't do things or say things that are going to be a permanent tarnish on your worship or permanent tarnish on your ministry. Go through with dignity and integrity. So when you come mm-hmm. out, you can honestly say that I went through and I, I passed my test. I yeah. passed it, you know. So God is good. He's just it so is. good, and he's still good. He's been good it's then, good. and he's good now. <laughs> Yeah, and, and may Amen. I just add too? Because may I just add this that uh, a lot of times, we know, like you said, Doctor Cooper, when we get that first notice, you know, we react in the natural. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you know, mm-hmm. but we can't stay there. Because mm-hmm. see, if we stay there, that's where the enemy will have a field day with our mind, mm-hmm. you know, with our yeah. emotions, mm-hmm. you know. But if we can switch from that natural thinking 
and begin to get in the spirit realm and begin to just give God praise in the midst of all the obstacles that are coming before us, mm-hmm. then we'll find ourselves being strengthened right in the midst of what we're going through. And I'm, and I'm speaking from personal experience. I had to shift. I had to shift the mind mm-hmm. and begin to realize who I am and whose I am. Mm-hmm. And to begin to give God the praise and the glory, then I begin to feel something happening on the inside. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I could, I could go on a little bit further, you know. Lord, yeah. if you did this for me, if God, if you did, if you healed my body before, and God, if you delivered my son before, if you did, if you fed us when we was hungry, surely you'll do it again. And you have to talk to yourself because if you don't talk to yourself, the devil will talk to you. Mm-hmm. You'll yeah, find absolutely. yourself listening. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but after we we've, we've learned. And it's a process. You don't do it overnight. Yes, you know. Right. But like you said, as you go on with God, as you walk with God, you'll begin to develop these habits. You'll begin okay. to just praise God in the midst of, and you'll find yourself being strengthened. And then when the enemy comes back again, because you know he come back with the same old stuff. He don't have any mm-hmm. new tricks. You know, mm-hmm. when he come back again with the same old stuff, you say, oh, no, I know you. I know this devil here. You're not going to have your uh-huh. way. And that's why we have to learn the wiles of the enemy, you know, because he comes the same way over and over again. But I believe when we begin to deal with it in the spirit, with the things that are happening in the natural, we'll find ourselves being much encouraged, being much stronger, and coming through. And the scripture mm-hmm. says that after you have been converted, yeah. reach yeah. back and strengthen your brother. Yeah. Don't forget yeah. now. Don't forget, cause we, you know, we good to forget where we came from. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. that's no, why we have know, to go through every now and then. That that is that is very vital. That is so important. Number one, not forgetting where we come from. Number two, as you said, you had to look back off of where he brought you from. That is why the word says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. It is in talking back to ourselves to say, God, if you got me through that, if you did that for me, if you saved me first and foremost, because if you know like I know, that was no easy task. Okay, (laughs) if you could pick me up out of that muck and the mire that mm-hmm. I was in, if you could forgive me of mm-hmm. all that I had done, then who am I to doubt you now? Yeah. You know, if yes, that word yes. is that testimony, it's not forget it. You know, it's like That's I right. don't look back to glory in my old life, but I look back mm-hmm. and say, Lord, I thank you. Thank you. Because yes. if you thank can you. walk with me, even in the midst of all that I did, and still yet say, I love you and called you and chose you to be my vessel, to carry my glory. And I'll tell you in a minute, if he could do it for me, he could do it for anything on this planet. You know, because I know better than anybody knows who and what I was in that past life. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's vitally it's important and, and another thing that, that you ladies touched on Is in the midst of when these things come upon you We have to stop And, and some people don't like to hear this Because when we hear about the goodness of God And his miracle working power We automatically feel that he is going to save the day In what we think he should do That mm-hmm. he's not going to let our house be foreclosed on He's not going to mm. let our car be repossessed. And sometimes mm-hmm. we got to walk through it and the house mm-hmm. is foreclosed on and you've got to move. And the car mm-hmm. is possessed mm-hmm. and you've got to find another method of transportation. So mm-hmm. we've got to learn mm-hmm. not to hold on so tight to what we think is ours that mm-hmm. we miss what God is doing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it don't work out the way you think it should work out, but that That's does not right. make him any less God. 
That That's does right. not make him That's any right. less in control. Because yeah, trust me, yeah. if they foreclose and you got to move, who do you think found the place for you to go? That's right. And if you have now. some place you have to get to and Come you don't on. have a car, who do you That's think right. has provided that transportation on your behalf so you can get where you need to go? That's you right. see what I'm saying? It's That's like, come right. on, we've got to, as Dr. Rita says, we've got to change our thinking. Mm-hmm. We've got to That's change right. how we perceive we what needs to happen. We've okay. got to give of ourselves over to God and say, God, not my will, but thine be done. Yeah, and guess be what? Not, not only your will, but your way. That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we want like to say, okay, yeah, I want your will to be done as long as it's done the way I want it it's to be done. My way. That's how. That's mm-hmm. right. Exactly. Your will, but my way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's amazing because the Bible tells us that we have to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. And Amen. I was sitting here and I was thinking about a baby bird and and how that mother takes that bird and 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 will pick the bird up by its beak and fly around with it all the while teaching it how to fly. But when it's time at that appointed time when it's time for that baby to begin to fly on its own, she kicks it kind of out of the nest. Yep. And as Dr. Nest. Cooper That's said, right. the teacher the teacher just stands there and watches, you know. Uh-huh. And at that time, that baby bird has a decision to make. They're either going to mimic what they see the parent do or and be victorious in it or they're going to be overwhelmed by the spirit of fear mm-hmm. and god has told us that we don't have the spirit of fear but of power power to do what tread upon serpents power to Amen. do what he is his will in the earth of love love to do what love the brethren how will mm-hmm. we they know that we're his disciples unless we have love one toward another and uh-huh. um, uh, uh, power to to have uh, power, love, and a sound mind. That's uh-huh. clarity of thought and thinking, being able to walk in obedience, being able to hear the voice of God and know him. I love what Paul said. He said, when I'm in my right mind, it's, it's for you, but when I'm out of my mind, it's for Christ. You know, we have to be <laughs> renewed in the spirit of our mind, and then that way we can hear God when he instructs us. We're not afraid to go through. We're not afraid to to be um, going through trials and and tests because we recognize, we can see in the spirit, we can see when it's of God and when it's not of God. You know, and God always prepares us and equips us. When Moses was leading the children of Israel, he had the uh, Egyptian army on one side and he had the Red Sea on the other one. And that rod in his hand didn't look like much at that time. You know, when was this going to bring us through? But being obedient and aligning his mind up with God, hallelujah, brought the victory for a whole nation of people. Uh So we got to look at our trials and we got to look at the things we go through and look at them as an opportunity to grow and show God that we trust him. I had a a spiritual father who said to me whenever I was going through something and I would go to him for counsel, and he would say, Glory, you're just in the right place for a miracle. And I used to think, (laughs) is he crazy? Did he hear what I said? (laughs) But it's truly during those times that we grow and mature and see that I'm not where I used to be. I'm able now to go through and understand some things and get closer to God. The closer I get to him, the more the world falls off of me. So I can endure more. You know, I can withstand more. I can go through more. Praise God. And so I just... 
okay. We're still standing. See, yes. Amen. 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 That's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. Well, ladies, yes. we are down to the, the bottom of the show. We are down to that last minute. But I thank God for all three of you and for all of your input and your lives and, and that that you have shared with the listeners on today. I know that they have truly, truly been encouraged. And those that will tune in to the archives will continually be blessed as well. Thank you so much for coming and just imparting. It, it is true. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank, Thank you. Amen. Amen. It has definitely been my pleasure. Dr. Cooper, I'm going to ask that you would close us out in prayer. Yes, I'll be glad to. Father God, we just thank you so much for what has transpired during this last hour. We thank you for all the ideas and all of the prophecies and all of the scriptures and all of the words that have been said during this last hour. And we ask that you bless each and every individual that's on the line, that you bless their mouths to speak your word, that you bless their minds with your thoughts only, and you bless their ears to be hearers of your word. And, Father God, as we kneel down before you, we ask that you bless us as we go forth in all of our endeavors and that everything we do is for your glory and for your honor and for your praise. These blessings we ask in the mighty matchless name of a risen Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. And amen. 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 Dr. Cooper, give your, your contact information for those that want to to come a part of Women in Power and and to reach out to you. They can go to our website which is www.women the letter N and the word power. And that's women W O M E N and then the letter N and the word power dot com or they can send us an email at women, the letter N, the word power, at AOL.com as well. For those who don't have Internet access, they can call our office at 843-558-4986. Amen. Amen. Well, to God be the glory. Congratulations on 10 years. That is a monumental feat. <laughs> Definitely is. I thank God that you're all still standing. What an awesome, Amen. awesome testimony to the goodness of God. Thank you thank once you. again. And to my listeners, tune in with me next week, and we're going to have some more dynamic intercession and invocation into your life. God bless you, and thank you for tuning in. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen.